This is ESPN Radio. Got my man Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman, a little Freddie and Fitzsimmons in the morning, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, both the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, and ESPNU. We are 21 days away from the NFL season. But a lot of people are wondering if they're just going to figure out their offensive line concerns in those 21 days. Never mind the fact that three of their stars didn't play in the combined training camp. They had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Aaron Rodgers was running for his life. Let's bring in an FOS friend of the show. He is Anthony Beck. Always great to talk to a man who played in the NFL, played for the Jets and Tampa Bay. He's now the Jets radio analyst. And hit him on Twitter at Anthony underscore Beck. Before we get to all of that, you had a chance to be a head coach in the XFL this year. You had a chance to see my boy Ian Fitzsimmons a couple of times, Anthony. What was that like being in charge of your own team at the professional level? Good morning, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, you know, it was great. Uh, I really uh, I really enjoyed the experience. The XFL uh, did a great job of really rolling out a quality product. You know, um, you know, Ian would, would speak to this. The football was really good. And, uh, you know, look, I just tried my best to do it the way that I thought was was the way that I would want to do it if, if I was a player looking from the uh, inside out. So, um, you know, we had great teammates, we had great players, great coaches. I put together a really, a really good all-star staff. Uh, we set a great culture early on in training camp. And, you know, listen, we don't have uh, OTAs. We didn't have all those extra days to kind of put things together. So, you know, you're, you're kind of on speed as far as getting your team prepared to go. And, uh, right. you know, again, you're only as good as your players. We had a really good quarterback in A.J. McCarron and, uh, you know, our line, our receivers. I mean, I had 12 guys that have signed NFL contracts that are in training camp today. It's over 50% of my starting roster. I'm really proud of that. And uh, hopefully all those guys make it. And uh, if not, you know, uh, we'll, we'll bring them back and, and, and we'll, we'll make another run at it this year. All right, but besides having to see my sorry butt like every other week, uh, which was not, 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 not one of the best things for your debut as a head coach, right? But what does that – elaborate a little bit more on that, Coach. What does that mean to you to have 12 Battlehawks sign NFL contracts? You know, I think the league, when it first you know started, Danny Garcia, Dwayne Johnson, and, and Redbird talked about the opportunity. The opportunity. Some of these players are getting an opportunity to, to go back to the NFL – and prove that, you know, they're still worthy. Uh, you know, my job was, in, in my opinion, is, was, was to fill some of those gaps, some of those holes. And it was different for all those players. You know, it may have been their, their game, um, their mentality, um, their desire, or just, you know, how do you be a pro? I can't tell you how many guys came into my office like, hey, coach, I want to do everything. You know, what, what does it take for me to pro? What's it take the next step? I don't know. I, you know, I didn't get that when I, when I came out of school. So, those things are rewarding. It really is. And, uh, you know, and then some guys are getting their first opportunity uh, to show themselves off at camp. And it's hard. You know, guys, listen, these guys get their shot. It's, it's not going to be doing the same things they did uh, in our team. You know, they got to go on special teams. They got to, you know, understand the route and the path it takes to get seen. And then when just, their limited chances come in whatever specific position they are and those opportunities, they have to really shine. There are no lag plays, so there's it's not a lot of pressure, but they have to be on it. They understand. And the guys that are going back, they get it. They get the opportunity is, is slim, and they understand just being on that field and showing off their skill set one more time uh, to, to that NFL team is, is, is huge. So i uh, really excited about it. Just proud of those guys, and, uh, you know, I hope they all make it because uh, I, I had to find, you know, 51 from the bottom up to start the, to start the season last year. I only got to find 12 new guys, even though they were starting. We'll find better players. We'll find other guys that come in and step in and, and replace them. But just proud of every one of those guys. 
get your thoughts on what you've seen from the Jets coming up in 60 seconds. But a, a big broad picture here. We see in the World Series, players you know, having one, two-question interviews in the dugout during the World Series. You, know, you had guys like me coming mm-hmm. up to you during games, during TV timeouts. The access is what fans want now, and it's unbelievable. But in the NFL and college football, it's almost like you're giving away trade secrets. Coaches want no <laughs> part of it. Describe as a head coach – how intrusive is it or did you embrace it where it's a one or two question you know quick back and forth during a tv timeout you go tape to live i think it's outstanding i love it i love it i love that fans and people get to see some of the real sides of coaches and players you know i think it's a travesty quite honestly guys i was talking to aaron last week at practice i'm here uh, for practice yesterday and i think it's a travesty that eight for 18 years people didn't really know that side of aaron and I talked to Alan Lazard. He's like, man, he's a carbon copy of what he was at Green Bay. Yeah, we never saw him, you know, put a penny on when I watched him in practice after the practice and walk through running the scout defense to help the second offense get prepared for Carolina preseason game. People don't, you know, get to see, you know, him talking to all the different people in the organization, you know, trying to meet the guys and, and get them to know and sitting down with random players. I mean, it's really an incredible thing. And then just as a team in general, what they're building, yeah, I know. Everybody's talking about the offensive line. I've been there. I've been on teams that had great lines. I've been on teams that had, you know, manufactured pieces throughout the season. They have enough there. They have enough pieces there to get it done. Uh, you know, you talk about Max Mitchell. He got refs last year. He did well. He's coming back. Billy Turner. If it's a, They're going to have multiple players they're going to be able to try. Yeah, you want to get it right. You want to have continuity. You want to mesh. But tell me one offensive line in the NFL that is the same starting line every single week of the season, man. These guys are pros. you got to coach them up. you got to get them prepared. And, you know, look, the key is really Dwayne Brown. Dwayne Brown is healthy, and he's ready to go, and he looks like he's on pace to be the guy, and he can last the season. They're going to be in good shape. And if they're not, you can always use it back. You can always use a tight end and a chip. they got all different ways to protect. Nathaniel Hackett's not a guy that's just going to run out there, hey, Aaron, go make throws. you got to protect your quarterback, and there's ways to do it. And I just think this team, obviously, is it may take a little time early on, but I think it'll be faster than when we watch Brady do it because of the verbiage changes that he had to go through early on with that system where Aaron Rodgers is coming in, man, it's money. He's an OC on the field. He's teaching. He's, make, he's helping guys you know, uh, get ready quicker. And, uh, and when you really look at this roster, the defense is what's going to lead the party, and that's going to help tremendously because this defensive line is so deep. I mean, they're going to have guys on practice squad that can start in the NFL, which is amazing to me. So uh, it's, it's, it's going to be exciting. You know, on paper right now, guys, they haven't done anything on the field. But when they get out there, I think, you know, it's going to be an exciting season for this team. And they got a chance to really push the envelope in their division and in this conference. He played 11 seasons in the NFL. Now does a great job as a Jets radio analyst. He is Anthony Beck. Hit him on Twitter at Anthony underscore Beck. Joining Freddie Cohen and Ian Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio. With all that being said, how much faith do you have in Robert Sala, the head coach? Because we heard what he had to say on Hard Knocks leading into you about putting people on notes, especially on the offensive line. How much faith do you have in Robert Sala? He can make this work to the belief that you have about the Jets, Anthony, in 2023. Well, you know, I tell Ian every week when I was coaching, I just don't want to screw up a situation to make sure I'm on top of all those things. <laughs> I don't want to make sure. I want to make sure I don't put my team in a, in a bad place to lose a game because of a decision I made. I think, you know, he's a guy that doesn't have to call plays. If he's on it during the season, and the best thing about it, he's got Aaron Rodgers out there to also help with that process. You know, have a veteran quarterback that's been through so many situations. You know, now it's even harder to get it wrong. So just be on top of it, play it smooth. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, guys, the players are going to have to go out there and do it. Uh, They'll be prepared. The system is in place. Everybody knows what's going on on both sides of the ball. 
players have to perform. They have to come through every single week. And they got to do it at a level that really the Jets fans and the Jets organization haven't seen it in a very long time. So uh, it'll be eye-opening. I think, uh, you know, it sets the table for that big opener against the Bills. And, you know, let's see where this team can be and grow. But I think, you know, right now, man, it's an exciting time. To have a guy like A-Rod in the building, I mean, we're talking about a game changer, a difference maker, things that I see on the practice field, during practice, during the day, the operation stuff is just different. And uh, it's a huge jump for this organization, and I really do believe they have the talent to make that push. The talent's never been in that situation, but they got pieces now that they guys have sporadically and other teams and where they've come from have those experiences they can pass down and and uh, some of this young talent, too, guys, I'll tell you, there's just some, some really impressive players. Jermaine Johnson is a different guy this year. Will McDonald, I think he can get close to 10 sacks this season as a rookie, which would be kind of unheard of for a guy stepping on the field in his first year. Uh, so just a lot of depth on the defensive side. So health is the biggest thing. If they win the health game, then they can really put themselves in a good position to make a run. Coach, we know it was, it was big. I mean, important for multiple reasons. One, you kept Dalvin Cook from going in division and going home to Miami. Right. But you had depth to that room, especially with Brees Hall coming off that ACL. How big, how important was it to have Dalvin Cook in New York with the Jets? You know, it, it's nice to have uh, those positional players that have excelled at a high level in this league, and you can bring them in to add to really the party. I mean, this guy – to me, has been a tremendous back for the last couple of years. Yeah, he may be peaking right at the peak. Is he downhill where he's at as long as he's in shape? But, man, he brings so much more to the table, catching the ball. you got a, a quarterback. We saw what he did with his backside out of the backfield. Uh, you know, I just think they got a well-rounded running back room right now. I think people got to remember that Brees Hall, before he got hurt last year, was one of the top three backs in the league, just statistically, all, all, all from scrimmage yards. I mean, he was a game changer. He really changed the season last year when he went down for this team, even with Zach Wilson at the quarterback position. But to have that luxury for a quarterback to have running backs like that to come in and they can run and catch and do all those, kind of, all those kind of things. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is just like, man, we just, you know, again, give us the time. And if we don't have the time, can we create health, chip, whatever it may be to extend that time? And then obviously he's going to have to make some plays on his own. And we've seen him do that for almost 20 years. So, uh, again, health is important. The yeah, offensive line, I, they got enough. They just have to stay healthy. But we, we can say that about every team. They'll figure it out. I mean, look, everybody's pointing the fingers on them. They, they got veteran guys. They got guys that have done, been there, done that, and played. And uh, I think they can get it together if they stay healthy. 30 seconds left. If I give you 10 wins over under with the Jets in 2023, where do you stand, Anthony? Yeah, you know, I just I, I got to be realistic about the roster and what they have. I got to go over. I think they can get 11, maybe 12. I mean, it's, it's not unrealistic. I just think if you look at it from a Jets fan perspective or the past, yeah, of course people will be skeptical. But I just kind of try to look at it cut and dry and what there's, what's there now and what the biggest difference is. And with A-Rod, it's, just, it's a game changer. It changes everything. And they're, they're fully capable of doing that. And I think they're going to you know, be a disruptor this year. The, you know, look, the schedule is not easy. But, again, you know, primetime games, all those things they have to deal with through the season, they have to – really climb those hurdles, but I think it's realistic that they can actually get past the 10-win uh, threshold. 
Hit him on Twitter. He's a great follower. Anthony underscore Beck. He goes from being the head coach of the Battlehawks in the XFL to being the Jets radio analyst. It's going to be some 2023, no matter what happens. He is Anthony Beck. He joined me, Freddie Coleman, and the sorry man known as Ian Fitzsimmons that he had to see a lot during the XFL season on ESPN Radio. <laughs> hey, yeah, we want to have him back. I got to keep putting a good word in there. You go. Thank you, AB. Appreciate you, man. You got it, brother. Yeah, Anthony, help out those who can't help themselves. We appreciate that, man. Thanks a lot. Back in ESPN. Hey, I'm putting it on notice. <laughs> Thanks, brother. We'll talk to you soon. From your right, lips to the suit's ears. Thank you, Anthony Beck. Mama needs a new pair of shoes. I got to pay for college. And there's nothing wrong with getting a new pair of shoes and some socks and some pants and some everything else to make that work. Ian Fitzsimmons, hit him on Twitter at Ian Fitz ESPN. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on Twitter at Coleman ESPN. So James Harden wants out of Philadelphia. Will Joel and Beat follow him sooner than later? We'll do that next on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is ESPN Radio. Take it or shake it. Brought to you by Grange with Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Always appreciate you joining us here on ESPN Radio this morning, as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80, as well as ESPNU. We bring in our man Nuno, the leader of the Pretty Hate Love Machine, to do a little take it or shake it where decisions will always be made. All right, Take It or Shake It is brought to you by Granger. So, Ian, do you know how this is played? I'm going to make a statement, and you're going to either take it or shake it. And we'll have an easy one for you, Oh, boy. Ian I think here. even my six and a half years of undergrad can grasp this concept. Yep, <laughs> I'm in. I, I got it. All right, Ian, Lionel Messi dominating the MLS is bad for the league. Take it or shake it? <laughs> I'm going to not only shake it, rattle it, and roll it. <laughs> shake it! Rattle it and roll. Rattle like and roll. That. I like that. This is this is goes back to about an hour ago for people just tuning in. <laughs> Nuno said that Messi is bad for the MLS because he's showing everybody else up. And I think any any eyeballs that that go on the TV, more butts in seats. How can that be bad for the league when one of the best to ever play the game is now in your league? So yeah. yes, shaking it. I'm going to shake it because Nuno, I knew where you were coming from in terms of. You want everybody to appreciate MLS for what it is and have people watch other teams. But I never thought a Leo Messi would ever want to play in the MLS. Now Antoine Griezmann wants to think about doing that as well. So that's only good for the league. I'm going to shake that as well. All right, Freddie. The Jets' offensive line will be the reason they don't make the Super Bowl. Take it or shake it? I'm going to say shake it. Shake it! 
it. Shake that. It's shake not that. going to be the offensive line. It's going to be the AFC. <laughs> the AFC is That's loaded. It. I mean, people can say about the Jets offensive line, this and this and that and that. You got Josh Allen in Buffalo. You got what Steve Smith Sr. from an NFL wide receiver called the Miami Dolphins, the track team with Jalen Wild and Tyreek Hill. You got Jacksonville. They're on the come up. The Los Angeles Chargers, they made the playoffs last year. The Kansas City Chiefs. You got the whole AFC North that could make the playoffs. It won't be the Jets offensive line, Ian. It's going to be the AFC. That's why I'm shaking that. Everything you said, that's why I'm also shaking it. All right. Done. Uh, all right. It's, that, it's that simple for you. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's, right. it's the depth of the AFC. And by the way, if you're a Jets fan, Anthony Beck made you feel a little bit better about your offensive yes, line. He sees them true. every single day. Yeah, yeah. You, you're, now it's a little bit more, all right, mm-hmm. calm down, and let's see when they get their starting five in, exactly. how they actually gel. No doubt. All right. Ian, start with you here. Cowboys fighting during training camp will benefit them during the season. Take it or shake it. Is there a third option? Like, leave it? (laughs) No. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. it. It's not going to help. It's not going to hurt. It's just, it's a training camp fight. I love that. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. All right, Freddie. Since you, uh, since your former partner won't answer this, you might as well. And so, will it benefit? Oh, man, that's a shake it. Come on, shake now. it. Shake it. Me, shake that, I, shake I, I like Ian's one. Leave it because it's just completely ridiculous that a training Third. camp fight will either wreck a team or bring a team together. It's going to be a shake it. The, the fighting during training camp is just idiotic. You could get really, really injured and hamper your team. I'm completely shaking that one. All right. All right. Um, we know James Harden wants out, but Freddie, I'll start with you here. Good. Joel Embiid will finish the season with the 76ers. Take it or shake it? Ooh, I'm going to say take it. Take it. He better. Barely. You know what? Joel Embiid seems to be pretty good about surveying the landscape, and this will go beyond James Harden. If he sees that this team is not any better and has gotten worse, he won't have to loudly ask for a trade, but he'll make it very, very clear. He doesn't want to be part of this process anymore. I'll, I'll think that's a, a take it with an asterisk. A, a tepid take? A very tepid. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm, I'm taking it for one big reason. Okay. They're going to keep that dude happy. And whatever they have to do to keep him in Philly, they're going to do that very thing. And I, just, I point back to Dirk and the Dallas Mavericks. At times, he got frustrated, but right. they did whatever they could to keep him there, and he went one team for a Hall of Fame career for his, the entire longevity of his career and got the chip. They're going to keep Embiid happy. They're going to figure out a way, and he stays in Philly, at least this season. All right, and this question comes from Pat, so everyone direct right. their hate at Pat. Okay. And Here we Rob- go. It, it doesn't take much, by the way, but exactly. at least we got that disclaimer out of the way. Exactly. Um, in honor of Robert De Niro turning 80 today, all right. Godfather 2 is the most overrated movie of all time. Take it or shake it, Freddie. Oh, take- that's Ooh. shake, rattle, oh, and roll to the 25th it, hour. It, the the most overrated movie of all time is Titanic. Much more overrated. I knew what happened. I mean, Godfather 2 is unbelievable. The only problem nah. with Godfather 2 has Godfather was made first. If, if Godfather was never made, Godfather 2 would be one of the great gangster pictures of all time. But Titanic is the most overrated movie of all time. That's a 100% shake. I'm with you because it's Godfather 3 that oh, was one of the worst yes. and overhyped Absolutely. ever. So you're one off, Pat Costello. I'm going Godfather 3. Yeah. 
One million times worse yeah. than Godfather Two. Terrible. All right, I'm at a, 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 a another one. Okay. Take it or shake it. Uh-huh. Um, Ian, Pat is persona non grata in the Fitzsimmons household. <laughs> oh, Are you taking the- that or shaking that? <laughs> this goes back to <laughs> half the show yesterday. <laughs> you catching strays, Pat? I mean, Literally. I mean, <laughs> watch out, shrapnel uh, is, is about to hit Costello in the shin. But anyway, look, fire the hole. Put it this way: my wife referred to him. As a bleep clown. Wow. And the first syllable had three letters. There you go. So for putting her picture on national TV with our new member of the family, this 10 to 14-year-old stray she found yesterday, now named Ducky. Uh, Yeah. And then Nuno, I mean, yeah, Pat, you weren't here yesterday. Pat puts it on television. Yes, he did. My brother then takes it, screenshots it, and sends it to the family thread, which before that happened, there's no shot my beautiful bride is ever seeing it because she had two feedings with our new child last night. Yes, I mean, you have to feed the puppy with the bottle because yes, it's 10 to 14 days old. So she's not watching. She was sleeping. But because he got screenshot, because Pat put it on TV, and then my brother sent it to the family thread, I caught all – speaking of shrapnel, I mean, I caught it all day yesterday – my brother Devin, he caught it too, but you were the one, Costello, deemed the bleep clown of this particular program. Yes, you were. And rightfully slow. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Poor Pat. Normally, no, I don't say I, I do a big boy, but you poor Pat today, man. I feel like we just all got thrown under the bus by Ian's brother. We that's really, really what it was. We, that's you clearly know what? true. Yeah, because I'm the true. one that sent it to the crew to see the, the new adopted <laughs> yes. money pit yes. that yes. came into yes. the family. Yeah, yeah. and I know yeah. you guys talked about this uh, yesterday, but Pat has a propensity that anything gets, that's get thrown in a group chat, he <laughs> puts <laughs> out because he <laughs> thinks that it's out. just legitimate. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, well, hard way. done that. Yep. If you're sending it to me, it's content as far as I'm concerned. It really is. Yeah, exactly. It's on you. If they don't want you to put it out there, Pat, they should say, do not put this on air. Embargo this. Yeah, I I learned my lesson there and because uh, now the playground is shut down around here, so I've learned my lesson the hard way. There you go. Hey, 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 Ian. Hey, Ian. Wow. Never mind. I'm going to tell you something else. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) With supplies and solutions from every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call, click, (laughs) Granger.com or just stop by. Real quick, real quick with this, Pat. I mean, what's the most overrated gangster picture? If it's not Godfather 2, since we shot no, no, that down. I just think it's the most overrated movie of okay. all time. Well, it's so, just not well, okay. that good. Well, it is. We, I disagree. But we can agree Long to disagree. boring. What's the most overrated picture, gangster picture of all time, then, since we're on that track? Off the top of your head. Uh, outside Ooh. of Godfather 2? Yeah, outside of that. Yeah. Which Fast and, um, fast and Furious do you want to go to? Yeah, that's not a gangster picture. It's just Fast and Furious. They're a gang. It's not a gangster picture. They're family, just a gang. gang, it's the same thing. That's like saying, come on now. <laughs> By the way, just on a whole nother note, just got uh-huh. a text from my bride who's like three rooms oh, over. Uh-huh. Why are you reminding everybody uh-huh. about the horrible picture? See, now, Pat, Honey, that is Jerry, obviously you're that is watching. Jerry. I didn't bring it up. Hey, but you know what? Now, Pat's Nuno gonna, did. No, but, but Jerry now, is the one that put it on TV. Exactly. Now, Pat's absolved now because now she can't blame you. Ian, you yeah, gotta, I basically didn't do anything wrong. That's right. Learning. 100%. Ian, Ian, this means you have to now adopt the rule in my group chat. So if anything that? that we put in our group chat that is sensitive, that we don't want out in yeah. the open. Treat it like Fight Club. We simply say DL. Right. Don't leak. Don't leak. Yeah. What happens in know. the group chat should stay in the group chat. Yeah, it's like Vegas. It's the lessons I learn with this crew every single week. 
Believe I got some me. more for you, but you know. Yeah, off air. Off air. Yeah. And most of them legal, but it depends on what the situation is. He's here, Fitz Simmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. I also appreciate you guys joining us for a little Freddie Fitz Simmons oh, in the morning. Man. And if you are a Jets fan, Anthony Becht, who is the Jets radio analyst, told you about 20 minutes ago, you should not be that concerned about the offensive line. Is he lying to you or telling the truth? Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash unsportsmanlike. This is ESPN Radio. Anytime the Osley brothers make the show, it's good for the show, it's good for the soul, and damn it, it's good for the country. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. We are Freddie and Fitzsimmons in the morning, presented by Progressive Insurance. Appreciate you joining us on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, as well as ESPNU. It's time to get more Louisiana up in this piece because we got Ian Fitzsimmons, a native of that great state of Louisiana, and you can say the same thing about Booger McFarland, ESPN football analyst, won a Super Bowl not once but twice in his NFL career. A great follow on Twitter at ESPN Booger. And Booger, we know a lot of conversation about the Jets offensive line. That could be the reason they don't get to the Super Bowl. Anthony Beck, who played in the NFL, you know him well, said the Jets will do some different things to make sure that is not going to be of a difficult problem to keep them from the Super Bowl. He said they're going to get the ball to Aaron Rodgers' hands quickly, have the running game do different things. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, well, that's correct. There are some things you can do to offset a parse offensive line or, or a weak link. However, at some point, this is pro football. Like, it's mono a mono. You got to block the guy in front of you at some point. And, you know, regardless of how well you game plan it, regardless of how well you try to help and chip, um, because if you keep an extra guy in, that's less guys that Aaron Rodgers has to throw to in, in the, in the pass, uh, pass game. So I, I think in the end, you can help, but this is pro football. You got to be able to block the guys one on one at some point. And so hopefully they can get it figured out. Uh, it's the middle of August. I'm not panicking. If you go back and look yesterday at the offensive line that the Jets had out there, I don't think but maybe one or two of those guys are projected to be their opening day starters. Uh, so I, I think right now 
Um, I'm going to use the, the same five letters that Aaron Rodgers used, R-E-L-A-X. <laughs> let's, just relax. let's just relax a little bit. It's, mid- it's mid-August. We don't play games that count for a month. I think they'll get it figured out. You've been a part, of, as Freddie mentioned, of two Super Bowl teams, Booger. At what point do you realize when you're on a, a really good team, man, this bunch, we've got a legit shot to win it all? Well, you you have an idea early in training camp, just seeing how guys work and seeing the talent. But winning a championship, man, you got to have so many things go your way. You got to stay relatively healthy. The ball's got to bounce your way. Um, things have to set up for you, and, and and so on and so forth. But early on, you can tell uh, from the competition level in camp whether or not you can compete at a high level, especially guys that have played in this league. Like like you know what it's supposed to look like. You know what it's supposed to feel like. And, you know, typically early on, um, in, in every, on every team that I've been involved in, uh, one side of the ball kind of starts off dominating. The other side gets kind of pissed off, and then they come back and fight back, and then <laughs> the, the competitive level kind of goes from there. Usually it's the defense because defense, it's, it's a little bit easier to get ahead of the offense because the offense is kind of like the cha-cha or the foxtrot. Like, it, it's a rhythm, man. Like, like you got to get that thing going. You got to get everybody on the same page. And sometimes, guess what? It just doesn't work that way. So um, you figure it out early on whether or not you have a shot, and then you just kind of let the chips fall where they may end. Can you cha-cha or foxtrot? <laughs> no, nah, I'm more of a two-step guy. Like, you know, yep. no matter what song comes uh-huh. on, you hit the two-step, and, and, and you you may not stand out as, as being a great dancer, right. but you'll never go wrong with the two-step. Yeah, there just, just like yes-no babies, just, right? Just yeah. kind of get just, that going. No, no, just like in the movie Hitch. When Kevin, you know, Kevin Living James right got here. that, it, this is you right here. That That's Booger. This is him right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he said exactly. <laughs> I'm Booger McFarlane, two-time Super Bowl champion, ESPN football analyst. Hit him on Twitter at ESPN Booger with Ian Fitzsimmons and Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Where would you rank the Jets? Not so much in the AFC because the AFC's loaded, but in the AFC East. Uh, I still think it's Buffalo. And then I, I think the competitive – um, spot is going to be, you know, Miami, the Jets. Like, I've seen Buffalo do it. Like, Buffalo is, is only missing uh, a piece or two. Or Let me rephrase it this way. I think there are fewer question marks about Buffalo than there are about Miami, than there are about the Jets. Right. So if, if, if you look at Buffalo, the, the, really the only question mark we got from them is, can they run it a little bit better? Who's going to be the number two receiver? Or does Gabe Davis take the step up? Like, other than that, I mean, this team is really set. I know Leslie Frazier is not going to be there, but Sean McDermott, he cut his teeth as a defensive coordinator. So him calling the defense is not going to change much. As a matter of fact, they may be a little bit more aggressive. Uh, Miami, like Miami's got to stay healthy. Like Tua, and it's the biggest if in, in football. If Tua stays healthy, Miami's got a chance to be really, really good. I know one thing, they're going to be the fastest team in football. Uh, <laughs> just go back and, and look at the speed that they have to, with Mostert and Waddle and Hill and Devin A. Chain out of Texas A&M. I mean, they basically have a four-by-one relay team, and, and, and I'm not joking. Um, New England, like, who knows what they're going to be with Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator. Um, the Jets, if everything falls right for the Jets and the defense is as good as we think it's going to be, they should be able to carry the offense early on. And the Jets should get better and better and better. Like, it's not going to bother me if the Jets start off 3-3 three and three, because I know – as long as the health stays there with Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall, they're going to get better running the football. Aaron Rodgers' cohesiveness with, with, with the receivers is going to get a lot better. So 
the Jets have an opportunity, talent-wise, to be as good as anybody in football. But right now, there are a lot of question marks on that side on, on that team. Booger, we're going to see three rookie quarterbacks start week one in Bryce Young at Carolina, C.J. Stroud with the Texans, and Anthony Richardson with the Colts. When you're a veteran defensive lineman and you see a rookie when you're starting game week prep, what's that like for you? Well, you know they're going to hold the football and because they've been they've, they, they're going to be drilled over and over. Don't turn it over. Don't turn it over. There's nothing wrong with a sack. Which, oh, by the way, that's music to my ears. And so they're going to hold the football, and, and, and they're going to give you a lot of time to get there to them. Because, like, what do we always hear about the great ones? Man, Drew Brees, the ball comes out quick. Yep. Tom Brady, man, the ball comes out quick. Aaron Rodgers, the ball comes out quick. It's because those guys know where they're going with the ball before the ball is ever snapped. These rookies aren't going to know that. So they're going to hold the football. So as a defensive lineman, when you go against a rookie quarterback, you're counting on a couple of sacks that game because you know the guy's going to hold the ball that extra second. You're checking the contract going, all right, how, how many of my away from a bonus? Oh, yep, oh, here rookie. We here we go. There we go. We're getting that bonus. <laughs> Money's undefeated. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt about that. But by the way, which team that a lot of people are talking about in a great way, Booger, do you think could be a letdown team in the NFL? Letdown? Wow. Um, you know, everybody's really high on the Bears for making a huge jump because I think we look at Justin Fields and we automatically pencil him in. Uh, as a QB that's going to make a huge jump. I hope he does, but I, like, I, did, I haven't seen anything that's going to let me know he's going to do that. Like I watched the preseason game. He threw a couple of screen passes, and they took him 60 yards, and everybody's like, look at him, three for three, 120, QBR of 150 or whatever it is. I'm like, go back and watch the tape. He threw the ball behind the line of scrimmage, and the guys took it to the house. Yep. Uh, so uh, ultimately the Bears, um, I think the Raiders, you know, we automatically assume Jimmy Garoppolo, here we go. Well, the Raiders' defense couldn't stop a nosebleed last year, and I'm not sure that they're any better this year. Uh, we'll see what they get from Tyree Wilson. We'll see if Chandler Jones can uh, reinvent himself like he was going against Taylor Lewan that day in Tennessee. Uh, Max Crosby is as solid as they come in this league. Uh, I'm trying to think who else, man. Just overall, um, this league right now, if you, like, if you took away Kansas City because they obviously have the best player in football, there's probably seven or eight teams that, if things go their way, I think their fan base feel like they have a legit shot to win it all. Um, the one I would give pause to, and, and, and not really pause, Freddie, do we get the same excellent play from Brock Purdy? Right. Like, we automatically assume that, Brock, that the Brock Purdy that won 10 in a row is the guy that we're going to get every week. And I'm not saying that you're not going to get that, but the 49ers – um, they play with a lot of fire, man, because they say our quarterback has to be average because the rest of our team is going to be great. And at some point, I think we all know this is a quarterback league. So what do they do if, if Brock Purdy isn't the same guy? What if he shows up and looks like Mr. Irrelevant? There's a team that roster-wise feels like they can win the Super Bowl, but we all know at some point the quarterback's got to make some throws. So uh, some very intriguing questions. Um, I can't wait to see this thing play out throughout the season. I can't wait to watch your LSU Bengal Tigers. Mm-hmm. Week one, Camping World Stadium, primetime, standalone game, Sunday night, ABC. We'll have it here on ESPN Radio as well. What are you expecting from your beloved Bengal Tigers? Well, I'm just happy because Tom Osborne said it years ago. We play anybody, anywhere, anytime. Doesn't matter. And, and LSU has always um, kind of dove into that mantra. 
it's going to be interesting because I think last year coming into the game, everybody had a lot of questions about Florida State, and LSU was kind of, what are we going to get out of Brian Kelly? It, it's kind of different this year because both teams have returning quarterbacks. Both teams hit the transfer portal hard. Both teams feel like they have a legit shot to win their conference and play for a national championship. I think the key to the game is going to be this, is that Jordan Travis, he and Jaden Daniels both ascended throughout the season. They got better and better throwing the football. Which quarterback can get back into that rhythm uh, in the game quick enough? Because practice is one thing. The game is another thing. Both teams have super talented receiving cores. Uh, both teams feel like their offensive line is legit. Like, it's going to be a knockdown drag out. And, and Florida State's going to feel like they want to make a statement because eventually they're going to want to be in the SEC. That's a whole different conversation. Right. Uh, I expect a very, very tough game. I just don't know how the quarterbacks are going to play, having not played in a game and game situations for a year. But both teams are pretty evenly matched, though. And it should be a lot of fun when that Labor Day weekend happens. Mm -hmm. 7.30 Eastern time on ABC that Sunday. Number five LSU taking on number eight Florida State. And we know that Booger McFarmey watching that game very closely along other things involving football. Does a great job with ESPN football analysts. And hit him on Twitter at ESPN Booger. Always a pleasure, Mr. Anthony. We'll talk to you soon, okay? No doubt. I plan on being in the studio for halftime of that game, so I, I, I'm going to have to comment whether it's good or bad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Either way, it could be one or the other, but I'm sure you'll be all over it. Thanks, Booger. Appreciate you, my man. See you, bud. Later. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com this is espn radio he's ian fitzsimmons i'm freddie coleman thanks for joining us for little freddie and fitzsimmons in the morning thanks for joining us on espn radio as well as the espn app sirius x and channel 80 and don't forget about us on espnu so i put it out there a couple of minutes ago and i'm not the one that came up with this what's the most difficult thing in life you can do if someone is talking you through it. So I'm going to defer to Pat Costello because this seems to be his doing. So, Pat, take it away. The floor is yours to try to explain the answer to this existential question we put out there. I simply asked the gentleman back here, if you were on an airplane okay, and the pilots were unconscious or whatever and you needed uh-huh. to land the plane with directions from the tower, okay. could you land the airplane? Hell no. Yates thinks he could. Yates thinks he can do anything. Absolutely, I'm landing that joint. It might yeah. la- now, we might land. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Yates, know if you see Yates that scene in Soap Yates thinks he can straighten out the Leaning Tower of Pisa. 
Of course he thinks he's going to land a plane. too tall for me. But look, I'm going to land that joint. Like, I know you've seen Soul Plane where my man Snoop no. was bopping up and down on that joint. Now, see, if you got to use a movie there. reference to back up your point, I'm out. We're nope. going to land it. It might not be smooth. <laughs> it might not be cool. But might land, hey, yeah, we're yeah. going to be safe. Okay. I, I like your confidence. you got to give me good direction, though, because if you're not giving me good direction. Oh, so blame somebody else no. for your no, potential foibles. It's your job. Huh? The tower's right. job. Alan, God bless you. <laughs> Amen. Let me tell you. Give it to me. I'm the guy that had to get into that seat in the cockpit and have the tower walk me through all those gadgets, mm-hmm. we're dead. Mm-hmm. We got no shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. cook as Christmas dinner. It's over, man. It, 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 so I've got enough trouble you know, <laughs> yeah. with modern technology in, my, in a car, a- amen yes, to much that. less an airplane. Yeah. I would I would land it like Denzel in flight, except it wouldn't upside uh, down. Yeah. Upside down, it would yeah. not end well. Uh, yes. All right, all right. Then what would be the most hey, difficult I hope thing? Doing the same thing Denzel was doing. Little tequila on the top. Little booger sugar to get your morning oh, going. Great, there you go. Jeez, last segment of uh, yeah. man, this happens. No, so what would be the most <laughs> difficult thing in life you guys think you can get through if someone talked you through it? Like, could you perform some sort of like hmm. surgery? No something? shot. You're dead. No, Nuno's ready to do an emergency tracheotomy. Do we really need sharp objects in the hands of Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons? Listen, with somebody's life on the line, out of anyone around in this situation, Freddie, you're the first one. I'm hoping to attempt it. Yeah. Why? You don't trust me? <laughs> he's arguing against I, I you, the, saying I, he's I, the guy. I, I love the fact you have to trust I me. I just want to know why. I, I mean, because like, if it doesn't end well, like, uh-huh. it, just knowing that you've at least tried and like. You have that pleasant demeanor. Well, like, hell, no, no, I'll okay. try and save you. I mean, you, you yeah. really don't have much of a chance. I'll give it a good old college try. Yeah, well, but we know that about you. Execution may years. be an issue. <laughs> At that point, just execute me. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, execution, we're in favor of it. <laughs> Nuno jumped right to like one of the most like obscure things. Like, yeah, but, but that you do is, a tracheotomy? I'm like, bro, what? Yeah. But, not, put, put, I've put seen it. it done on enough TV shows. Like, yeah. I watched it. You know, surgery is surgery. I don't right, care yeah. what it is. Hold surgery is surgery. Nuno, are you Leonardo DiCaprio and Catch Me If You Can? You're going to watch a few TV shows and great become a movie, doctor? Great movie, by the way. Great movie, by the way. <laughs> I mean, that's your can. logic. Great movie. Uh, Suits, Suits was a great... Oh, I love one of my a, favorite TV yeah, series of all time. TV show. Uh, Fantastic series. He never went to uh, law school, but he was smarter than most lawyers. Absolutely. Think- and, and Harvey wound up hiring yes, Mike. exactly. Do yes. you think that you guys have watched enough lawyer movies and shows and stuff that you could lie your way through Not being a, a lawyer chance. in court? Not no, but I know, look, Joseph Scott Galloway... He never went to court, though. He hey. was advising. He never went to court. That's different. I Joey may Galloway, yeah. our, our teammate here, college football analyst, he would be an outstanding attorney okay. and not setting foot in in a courtroom. I mean, or, 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 or in, in one, okay. one law school class. Really? No. Okay. He, he would be an unbelievable litigator. Okay. I, I did a show with him for uh, once a week for about three years in Columbus, Ohio. And I was a pinata. For he and Kirk Herbstreit, <laughs> they beat the hell out of me. I mean, I would go home like in a fetal position, sucking my thumb after that because Joey could shut down any argument by anybody. Really? So if there's one person that you think could become an attorney, a great right. one, without ever, ever setting foot in law school in one classroom, okay. Joseph Scott Galloway. Okay. My dad would be that kind of person because he's like a master mechanic. He'd be that kind of person. You gave him directions on a plane and landed without having done it before, he'd be that person, my father. He would be that dude, seriously. 
I got no shot. I think I could do it. You think you could do it? Yeah. I don't. Whatever. I don't doubt anybody could do anything if they put their mind to it. I'm absolutely landing that jaw. Like I, I'm not even worried. Your confidence bothers me. I would. I mean, <laughs> look, if I was flying it, I'd for sure hit the ground. Like seriously, your confidence bo- Your confidence is magnificent and frightening That's at the same just, time, I, Alan. I got confidence in the tower. If the tower gonna do their job. Yeah. We're going to get down but, but, on this joint safe. But you used the line from Rodney Dangerfield and, and back to school. What if there were a bunch of maniacs up there? Thank you. <laughs> I mean, what, they shouldn't have been employed that day. Like, I've seen the movie Airplane. Don't pick the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. <laughs> and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Give me enough runway. I think we'd be all right, man. man. Alan, Deploy I, the stuff. Alan, I love your confidence. Like I said, it's, it's magnificent and frightening at the same time. Who came up with existentialist question anyway? Albert Camus? I mean, what's I, I guess so. Degas? Whoever. Greeny is next. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddy Cope. Thanks for joining us on the mighty ESPN Radio. This is ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.